Hi, and welcome to Nick Flanagan Weekly. I'm Nick Flanagan. This is my four-time-a-week podcast. We've only done three so far. We'll see if I can squeeze out a fourth one. I'm going to New York tomorrow, so it's going to be tight, but I might pull it off. Today's guest is the amazing Steph Tolev, hilarious comic. I've known her for years. We ran a show together at a bar called Unlovable. This week, she was in town. She was supposed to host a show uh, I was putting on at uh, Loveless Cafe, also owned by the Unlovable owner, and things went a little crazy, and we talk about that in the episode. We talk about her views on LA, her views on dating. We have a lot of fun. It's a really fun chat. It flew by. Hopefully it does for you as well. Um, what else can I say? I don't know. It's been a crazy couple of weeks. My mind has been all over the map. Good good feelings, bad feelings. Holidays bring it all out. If you have it within you to take a second and breathe, look at the ceiling, pull your pinky finger, draw a figure eight on your head, whatever it is, rock back and forth like a child in one of the later Exorcist films in a corner. If that's what makes you feel better, do it. If you feel like becoming a member of my Patreon would make you feel better, you can do that too at patreon.com slash Nick Flanagan. And right now, I just want you to have a great holiday season and enjoy this episode with Steph Tolove. Here you go. The Canadian Comedy Award winner, number one on the iTunes chart with Lady Stash, number one on the iTunes chart with your album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skittles commercial? Uh, my part didn't air. Cut, but, mm-hmm. cut from a Skittles commercial. Uh-huh. Uh, my fellow uh, transplant from Toronto to Los Angeles, and she's outlasted me there mm-hmm. because she got a green card mm-hmm. instead of a O one visa. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen... Steph Tolev. I'm, I'm putting Hi, my arms you, around you. you. Okay, yeah. thank you. Yeah. And my arms means one weird hand. Um, yes, I, I call my one trip. weird hand my arms because the fingers, they're like <laughs> arms. They're like arms. Five arms. One uh, longest, longest intro Ladies in the world. Down. Longest intro in the world. Mm-hmm. And you know what's funny? If, if the audio is too shitty, I'm just uh, going to cut the whole thing. Oh, God. Good. Well, God. Good. Well, then I should, oh, should I go closer? Is that I don't know. I think okay. it's fine. I, right. I figured out a way to make this all work. Okay. Yeah. But uh, we are uh, hovering on the corner of his bed. We're sitting on my bed. The bed always tips over at some point during okay. the thing. So just get ready, ready for, for that. that. Steph's in my room. The same. She's on the yep. same bed that mm-hmm. uh, Nick Nemiroff has been on. Oh. Uh, who else has been on this bed? Uh, J- uh, no, not James Hartnett. Um, Emily Mover, the singer. Don't know her. Oh, she's so talented. Um, Andrew Johnson was on this bed. Mm-hmm. Know him. Yeah. Laugh Sabbath alum. Yeah, you're playing Laugh Sabbath tonight. Mm-hmm. Laugh mm-hmm. Sabbath, of course, the comedy collective that I was a part of for a long time. Are you not anymore? I don't know. Whenever you go away and come back, people get weird. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> They're not being weird to me, but I just mean your membership in things yeah, suddenly yeah, becomes yeah. weird. They're like, well, you were gone. So, I was gone for a while. You were gone for quite some time. Yeah, I was gone for a while. So and the problem is there's 945 comedians in the city now that I've never seen or heard of in my entire life. The city being Toronto, Ontario, yeah. Canada, where we're talking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you miss this place? I do, but then last night at the show, I was like, "Who the hell are all these goddamn?" We got to talk about that. We it's insane. I, I literally was on a show and I knew one person. I was like, "Okay." At the show last night. 
Not your show. Oh, the show, the show afterwards. Before. The I show before. before. Yeah, I, I knew no one. And I was like, where? What is that? Was like? that a comedy bar? No, Emmett Ray. The Emmett Ray. Mm-hmm. And so you did this show and you were like, who are all these mm-hmm. people? And not only are they new people, they're like a new generation of people. Yeah, yeah. They all have the same kind of piercing that you have. The librette. Is yeah. that a librette? No, this is a... Oh, uh, septum. Yes. Yeah, septum piercing. Uh, <laughs> they all have that. They're all like super woke. Uh-huh. But then they're all talking about having sex. I think Can it's funny that... stop recording? No, it's gone. Timer stopped. But the thing oh, is still yeah, going, so yeah. I think we're okay. okay. I think we're all right. All right. I don't know what's happening, but <laughs> okay. I'm going to hope for the best. All right, good. That's It looks like it is. But it's... I think the problem is just there's a lot of chords. A lot of chords, a lot of mics, a lot of stuff happening. Is this what you expected from me? Yeah. Pretty I don't much. think I expected Something anything. functional, but... Yes. And clever, but maybe not that mm-hmm. would work, which that is I, like my act. That's <laughs> like your act last night. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was, I mean, even getting beyond that, yeah, last night you were supposed to host the show that I put on because we used to do this show together. Yes, but I did um, an absurd amount of drugs on um, Tuesday night, Tuesday night, an amount that I, and a drug that I don't normally do, cocaine, and uh, <laughs> I did quite a bit from several people, had a real mixed bag of nuts, and I haven't stopped. Since I've landed, I've just been going, and I haven't had a minute to fucking breathe and I felt like I was getting ill and do you worry you'll get like what if there's fentanyl in there well I'm alive now so I would have died by now okay and uh, <laughs> other people do it I also think I make sure I don't get so I'm hugging it from somebody else I'm doing it from people who have been doing it all night but my theory is also I should also think about that I never think about that you should think about think that. that there's a humongous problem with that in, yeah. in the city and in the country but uh I also think that it's kind of like people love to say, oh, it's in the cocaine, it's in the MDMA, because it makes them feel, um, because then it presents a threat that's tangible to people just outside of heroin users. Okay. And I think that people are, that actually it's like, that's a very, very small amount of coke that is used that way. And it's just so people who do coke, but not heroin can give more of a shit about it. Yeah. You know? Uh, but yeah, I should some... think about it though. That's, that's a good point. Don't do cocaine. <laughs> don't do, don't do what Steph do. No, I never do. I don't. In LA, I don't. Oh my god! Because the people you'd be doing it with, it would just be horrible for. It's all just of you gross. I don't. Here. I don't like it. No, it's it's also a bad. It's bad. It's not a good feeling. Uh, during, I didn't like. I was just tired. What's your favorite feeling? Being high in MDMA. <laughs> <laughs> Coke's bad. M is not bad. The next well, day might be. Oh, the next day is unbearable. Yeah. Well, do you think they'll ever fix that? Well, there's these 5-HTP pills you're supposed to take, which I HPV do take. HPV pills? 5-HTP. Okay. Mood-enhancing pills. So just take one the day before and uh-huh. one the day after. I heard about this. I think it kind of helps, but it also doesn't at all. But you know what I love about MDMA, though? And I what? think it's really, 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 really so such an amazing thing. Is that if you have, like, fucking, like, problems with yourself or with other people... It's actually on a drug like that that makes you say, like, you go like, oh, wait, I love myself so much, man. (laughs) And, you know, I thought I hated you, but actually I love you, Mm -hmm. man. The next day you still have those, like, feelings a little bit. So it lets you access such positive feelings that it's, like, helpful, you know? Mm, But then sometimes the come down is so bad that you forget what you thought of that day. Well, and sometimes you're at a music festival and you wind up getting, like, 
a train run on you by a bunch of <laughs> fish fans. Yes, you know? yes that <laughs> could definitely happen. Um, no, it's it's a lot. I did do MDMA in Vegas the last couple, two weeks ago. Uh-huh. And I did it for two days straight and it was bad. It was uh-huh. bad. And I just was angry on it and I felt very ill. Well, this is the thing that I worry about <laughs> I with, stop doing with this, this shit. Because I don't want my friends to like die of bad drugs. That would be the worst. And mm-hmm. everybody knows people who've died of bad drugs now. Mostly opiates, but do you know people? Who no, I don't actually. Doses? I know three. Oh no, I do know one. Yeah. I do know one. I know no, actually. I mean, I know three, but then I'm like one removed from like so many. Yeah, you know, and um, I guess I know four. Like there's Harris Whittles. I knew that guy too. Oh right, you know? right, 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 right. Yeah, like like luckily nobody I was like crazy close with, uh, but lots of people I had very positive feelings mm-hmm. with and conversations with and toured with you know and it's like i think that's something that the comedy scene in general like doesn't really notice as much because it's just you know like mitch hedberg was on her like no you're not noticing yeah. who's on heroin yeah exactly <laughs> i feel like there's less uh comedians that do it maybe i, don't know, I think it's just like you are not cheap comedians are not doing it with each other yeah you know? yeah, <laughs> like, yeah yeah there's not a big heroin how do we get on this drug talk? Because um, you said you did yes, cocaine. Yes, I shouldn't have because I don't. Yeah, you're going to like text me tomorrow and say, don't fucking include the No, the who's listening thing? to this? I mean, like people that like my my family's not like, that's who I care about. I have, I cannot... well, Jessalyn might listen. No, my sister's never listened to a podcast. I don't even think she knows what the hell it is. <laughs> my mother might listen to this podcast. Well, she's listening right now. <laughs> <laughs> did you listen? Did you meet my mom? I met her before, yes. Oh yeah, you met her before. Um, Lovely woman. Thank you. Purple hair. Yeah, it looks great. Purple hair. I like it. Thanks. Uh, her purple hair is my purple hair. Is it? You yes. Know, you comb it for her? <laughs> One of the deals for me yes. moving in was brushing her hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't like this. I um, I got, I went to the doctor and dentist today. How was that? I got poked and prodded a lot. Uh-huh. All my holes were entered. I, I asked yesterday if yeah. that was going to happen. All of them. Well, not... The, not all of them, but two main ones. Not the brown one. No, the brown one was not entered or looked at. Uh, isn't that funny that the one that's the most used by... Well, you, you, you don't know. know. You don't know how, how much I use my other one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, yeah, that's uh, that's probably a tight race. Uh-huh. Between, ex- <laughs> between excreting and being entered. <laughs> a tight race. Yeah, it's not, it's not that far off. Uh, I do want to talk about what happened last night, though, because it's very interesting uh, to me. I mean, it just is like fresh in my mind. And it was Steph was supposed to host the show. Yes, yes. And then you weren't feeling well because of all the cocaine. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> then uh, I said I'd host. And I thought I was up for hosting. I could tell from the minute I started hosting that I was like still not in that. But before mindset. you went up there, you f- I thought you were. I'm like, oh, he's fine with it because you were like, oh, dude, I don't mind. I thought I was fine, and and you know when I do that particular show, which is a show I've been doing since I got back that we yeah. used to do together, I'm always like that. I just want to experiment. I, I just I just want to get in there with the crowd and have them know me, and then yeah. like get them smiling, and then bring up the acts. It's like not crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then last night it was like a real slow go to get them going. Mm-hmm. You know, even though I made them laugh at first, and then of course, then of course. Do you course. want to tell tell me what you saw? Well, it was just, the I didn't even see it; just heard it. At first, I didn't know who said it. Like it just right. it was Nick was up doing this bit where he interviewed somebody, and Chandel yeah. went up and did it. It was a friend. Yeah, and she was doing great. And then this one woman just went 
was it wrap it up? Yeah, she did the wrap it thing that goes wrap it up, and I and just, just yelled it out. We were all and everyone like everyone was taken aback by it. Like obviously you were, but we yeah. were all like, oh fuck. But I did this thing where this is like out of my lead singer thing, where it's like as soon as she she wasn't even finished saying it, and I was like, I was like, you know what, you should go. Yeah, you, you said it. You said it, you should, and she should have. Yeah, she should have just walked off. I should have literally went up to her and said, "No, seriously." You and leave. I think if Shondell had not, who she's like a bartender there and the mm-hmm. manager, if she had not been in the middle of a bit, like it I would have like gone she, a totally yes. different way. I don't know though. She still would have said that. She still would have been rude about it. She still would have been like high and mighty, or the fuck she was. Yeah, this woman said, "Wrap it up," which was, and it was in the middle of a bit. And it was in the middle of this like weird bit where I'm like improvising and yeah. like being vulnerable yeah like it's so crazy it was at a very bad time also (laughs) it's at a time like you know if you don't like something leave you know what i mean totally just get if you have a problem with it you don't want for you 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 skate your stuff you pay you that's it and if you're also so as she said she said after she was like i just really want to see the rest of the acts oh you mean the rest of the acts that i booked that i bought that i rented yeah also you know they're they're coming up you know they're coming up you know that you can't wait two minutes i don't i don't the, the urgency that she had was so insane and very bizarre. The whole thing felt very bizarre. So it was this level of entitlement that was just infuriating. And it, it like, it took me down for the rest of the night. And it's like, the reason I, I, I'm actually talking to you about it is because, like, I think both of us are actually pretty sensitive people. Yeah. But And we're both people who people might not initially think are sensitive. Yes. I think they, I think they do. I think we sound... <laughs> not sensitive, but we are sensitive. Well, exactly. Like people think if I'm not doing well, that it's like I'm fucking loving that I'm not doing well. Or yeah. Something. yeah. But in yeah, fact, yeah. I'm like, can, can people like me more right now, please? And you're yeah. sort of like, what's the word? Like on stage, especially, you're just really brash and and like let it all hang out mm. and like insulting people, but they don't understand what I. Well, do you, I, I? And tell me if I'm wrong, but it's like you're you're being. You're expressing your your anger or whatever and frustration, but it's actually coming from a place of like real anger and frustration. Oh yeah, and real insecurities. You know? Yeah, like yeah. when I make fun of like calling myself a troll and shit, I'm like, yeah, that's how I feel. Like in LA, especially. Yeah. But it's like, it's not. It's never a good feeling for somebody to yell that. Out. Especially, it was just like, it was such an intimate vibe, anyways. There, so that yeah. it was just like, why? It was such a weird place for her to do it. Like the way she <laughs> said it, it was like something I could see someone doing at like a club in like. The middle of Calgary, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, not that's this, the way like, she said it was a city thing. full of university graduates, yes, like graphic designers, cafe bar yeah. thing. And then she was just like, and it was so like, it was so uncomfortable that the people that I brought, yeah, came up to me and they were like, "We can we?" They were even like, "Can we say something to her?" And I was like, "Like they were that upset by it, like yeah. it threw everybody off." Later like, on, they were everyone like, else's "Shut time. the fuck up," yeah, you know. And it was like, she ruined everyone else's time. It's it's a lot of the comics were really good, but yeah, it was like. And I was saying I had this like emotional dysregulation. I like couldn't uh, even bring myself. I was like, I'm not doing any more material. I'm not. I'm just gonna bring everyone up. We're just like this night for me is done. And luckily, yeah. you know, the great thing about that is in the moment when you're feeling it, you're like, oh my god, like my I'm never doing comedy again. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Done. Like this is not worth it. Like mm-hmm. maybe I. Yeah. And then of course when people are all doing well afterwards, you're like, see, I'm not doing as well as all these yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you start getting in your head, and then but the great thing was, you know, it was like, 
I got over it, you know, for a variety I mean, of reasons you, you by have the end to. of the night. You don't have yeah. choice. You have to get over it. That's the problem. Oh, I've taken so many lumps. Everyone has. Every comic has. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. You can you can go. You can't get too spe- like uh, snowflakey about. You you should be as sensitive as you are. You should never hide that. You know. No. I don't like it when people are like suck it up, and it's like, what if you fucking can't? What if it's about mm-hmm. just like moving through it until you feel better? You know yeah. what I mean? Like when. I don't want to fucking go like, you know, I'm not playing hockey. There's a reason I don't play hockey or box or do MMA. I would love to see you play hockey. I would pay, I'd pay money for that. Do you really think I can ice skate? No, that's what I said. You have that little fucking chair in front of you. Just yeah. it. As soon as I got on the ice, both of my ankles would snap. <laughs> I'd fall forward and then the two, the blades would probably yeah, cut, cut my arms yeah, off. You would, I would love to see a cartoon of that. And maple um, syrup would spur yes, out. Yes, because that's all Canadians. That's but it's just blood, like it's, yeah. I feel like we, you know, we all go through that. But it's like at that time when it happens, like I was telling you, I that similar thing happened to me recently, and this guy was yeah. so rude to me, and I, I cried. I walked down the hallway, yeah. and I like, I had to settle my bill because I was shaking. So I'm like, I like rushed through my set, and I'm yeah. like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hurt him. Like I was, like, yeah. I was at the point where I'm like, I will hurt this man. And then he had to like, he kept going. Yeah. To tag on the thing, but like rough night. I'm like, what, what's your problem? Yeah. He was like five foot two. He's a fucking idiot. And then like, <laughs> I don't know. I weirdly, I weirdly, sizest. I am a sizeist. I weirdly got um bullied online the other day. By whom? I posted this photo of me. Like, I, I have a very big nose, and I'm like, as a kid, I was very sensitive about it. You know, I have to tell you, I love big noses. Well, thank you. That's why we're friends. Yeah. So I posted this photo of me yeah. of my, of my uh, profile, and it's, I never used to do things like that. And it was a really nice photo of me. I'm like, you know mm-hmm. what? It's a good photo of me. It's me uh-huh. stand up. It was just full nose. Some guy comments, I could ski slope off of that. And I went, I let him comment, but I go, hey, man, what are we in high school again? I'm like, <laughs> I've heard all these. Please leave the high school comments off my page. Yeah. Was he a comedian? No. Just some guy who's been following me on Instagram for a while. Then he comments again. And I'm like, all right. So I block him. I'm like, I'm not doing this. This is stupid. Yeah. He gets upset, tells three of his friends. They come on my page and they all like, oh, yeah, look at this thing. Can she smell what the rock's cooking? Like, they were just bad jokes too. <laughs> Goes on. I have, to delete, I have to block three other people from my account. I'm like, go to my Facebook. I have a message in my inbox. I go to my inbox. I'm like, he's like, hey, you can't take the heat. And he's like, you're a fucking comic. You can't take the roasting. And I take a screenshot of his him. He looked like a fucking inside out toad. I put it on. I screenshot his thing. I, I send it to him. I go, do you want me to talk about you and your fat girlfriend? Is that what you fucking want? I'm like, do you, I'm like what do you want from me right now? I'm like, you want me to do this? Is this you want? I'm like, you think I, you think, I'm like, I roast myself every single day. I, you're a fat pig. I don't, what do you, what do you want from me right now? And I block him. I blocked this guy on two forms of social media and his friends. I'm like, leave me alone. I mean, just what is that? Here's the thing. You just said it yourself. I roast myself. I roast myself. I roast self-deprecation. Right? People yes. don't understand that it's preemptive protection from people pointing this yes. out about you. Exactly. It's not a thing where you're like, you're like, oh, I, I'm going to bring this up. Like, if anything, you're looking for people to uh, totally get it and either compliment mm-hmm. you. You know, you're kind of fishing for compliments by it's, no, yourself. it's not fishing, but it's like it's like also it's like I know I know what I look like. Or if anything to go, oh, it's not that bad at all. That's but the they thing. know it and they're mm-hmm. exaggerating it and yeah. this is funny. And then you realize when you're exaggerating it that you actually are exaggerating it mm-hmm. and it makes you feel better. This is ideally what's happening. But what happens most of the time is like you do it and then you realize like, oh, there are people so into being mean that they're like this guy had... Now a, you're mean to yourself. He had a wife and so, kids. 
He of took. Course. He's like a forty-year-old man who'd wife and kids. I'm like, what? You have the time for this? Like telling your friends. He texted his forty-year-old friends. Like, hey, can you bully this thirty-three-year-old comedian? Like a psychopath. Have you like, met some forty-year-old men lately? I mean, I'm thirty-eight. This, oh, I'm we are really not. We are not ahead to of... old men right now. <laughs> I am like, I have made it an official rule. I will never date anybody younger than me now. That's it. I'm done. I am. Oh, I, I think I want to go thirty-five plus. Well, I think that sounds like a good idea. Yeah. I'm over it. It's like, it makes no sense. I mean... They're stupid. They're dumb people. Young men... Well, first of all, men, in general, are... If they have the thing that I like to talk about all the time, which is ADD, or Mm -hmm. any of these Mm -hmm. disorders, you know, like an Asperger's kind of thing, any of these... Because I don't really think there's like a, a separation between the average person and like weird problems, you know, like Mm -hmm. like certain mental health things. It's like those all come up in a lot of people in different ways. So if they have any of that shit, it's quite possible their emotional maturity is like very low. Like I read, yeah, I read something where it said that the average person with ADHD gets like to a 21 year old level of maturity at like 38, 39. Wow. And I believe it, you know? Mm -hmm. And so you're, so if you're a young guy, it's possible for a variety of reasons. You just, don't know anything and you also are so uncomfortable that mm-hmm. you don't know how to date anyone break up with them you don't know how to uh not say something insulting Horrible. yeah you yeah. don't know how to get out of situations that you don't want to be in in mm-hmm. a graceful way you mm-hmm. know uh, yeah I, I just i yeah you don't want to you can't pay for anything the maturity the yeah, and, uh, yeah the fact that i'm like i met a man who is 46 has a career owns a cabin in Lake Tahoe. I'm like, oh my God. I'm used to going to guys' houses who are have a bachelor, who have like a, what's it called, when there's no other rooms? That would be a studio, a studio bachelor. Who This guy who like literally had a hot plate in the corner. I'm like, that's where you cook your meals? Like, <laughs> in LA, your, one your of bathroom the places sink, I stayed. Your bathroom sink and your kitchen sink are the same sink. I'm like, you're brushing your teeth over your pots and pants. I'm going to be fucking sick right now. I stayed at a place, I think you came to the first place I stayed at, which was like in... Uh, Near the Virgil in in L.A., like sort of little Armenia yeah. south of Silver Lake, and I it was a cute place, but it was very small. It was like a studio bachelor, which did the bathroom was separate, but I, if if I if I walked into someone's house and the toilet was just in the same room, I would call the police. <laughs> I, I, at no point would I be there's okay. Places with that. like that. That's so revolting. There's a place apparently. You're there's like houses they'll show where like there's a shower in the kitchen. No, I, I'm. <laughs> this is not okay. That's absolutely not okay. You, that's not. That's not right. But it's like imagine just putting on some uh, craft dinner and showering in between. No, I, I the don't like this. It, this is so gross. Craft dinner for any of my American listeners. I think you call it uh, macaroni oh, and cheese. Craft yeah. macaroni and cheese, and we oh, call right. it KD. dinner. Yeah, we just call it dinner. I miss craft dinner. You could I get like it, it in America. Oh, yeah, I should get some. It's just called craft macaroni and cheese. Yeah, I like it. And you have been ripping it up. <laughs> ripping it up. On the stages of Los Angeles. I'm doing fine. You're doing great. I'm doing well. I'm doing, I mean, well, what happens when you uh, are desperately alone and single, Mm -hmm. you go to shows every night. Yeah. So to be honest, I think being single has helped my career uh, rapidly because I'm like, if I was dating somebody, I would not be out as much as I was. Uh I would be home. I'd be watching Netflix doing the whole fucking bullshit. Uh, yeah, knitting, knitting little cock rings and, um... <laughs> little, for, little cock rings. I don't rings know what I'm talking about. For kids. <laughs> for <Tom Hill. laughs> 
a lot of small dicks in LA. Um, <laughs> Is that no, true? I've been with a couple pretty tiny ones. That's probably better. Is it? For me. For you. <laughs> yeah, to know they're out there. <laughs> oh, they're out there. I mean, they're not... Uh... I feel bad about the sort of stigmatizing of small dicks. I really do. Here's the thing. Yeah. I feel bad if you do have one, which uh-huh. is fine. I know you can do anything about it. It's like my big nose. I it's understand great. it. I understand. It's better. I understand like it. I said, it's better. Just you, you just need to know what you're doing in other areas. And most of the men do. Yeah. So if one guy has a small thing, yeah. he's very good at oral. And ve- and I mean very good. And very... To the point where you're like, oh, okay, well, I'll, that's fine. Yeah. But I'm talking if you have a, a, a small thing mm-hmm. and you're just bad at everything else. Like you can kiss, you're not good at like nothing. That's, that's what is a problem. How do you think they should improve? What can they do? Get over themselves? Is that the first thing? I think get over themselves, first of all. It's like, we, who cares? There's, there's toys. Like, women don't care. Yeah. They act like it's a big thing. No, there's, there's ways around it. We can still come other ways and stuff. Screaming. My mom's right there. This is fine. I had Scott Thompson in here and he was like, Nick, do you, do you have a big dick? Oh my God. And my mom was like, Hmm? My mom, yeah, my mom was like, hmm, "Sound like you were talking about something interesting." I was like, Man, this is a nightmare. Um, this is <laughs> living in nightmare. hell. Suddenly. One of the nicest hells yeah. to live in, but um, hell. Yeah, I, I just think you know. I mean, I'm sure most guys do that, anyways. But no, but you were saying they they. Um, I think they're getting over themselves. Like, yeah, I those know. are stories I always hear. Like. Like, we literally, we don't care. Just meeting, be... meeting the most confident man in the world, and he's just smug, confident. Mm-hmm. You go home with him, and, and then it's, it's Or like, it doesn't work, and you're like, well, and then, the, or yeah. if they don't like eating you out, too, it's like, excuse me. Yeah. No, we, now there's a problem here. Well, this when, is... men, when, when men don't like doing that, it is the most infuriating thing. Why would I want to put your piss hole in my mouth, <laughs> and you don't want to put my piss hole in yours? That's not how it works. It's a two-way street. <laughs> right. That piss, is very piss. annoying, guys. Also, very, don't like very it. clean. Piss is very sterilizing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we should remember that. Yeah, but, we should, uh, I should pee to a cup and then make the guy <laughs> swish his mouth around it before really clean himself up. Dip just the tip in there. Like, really clean you it. Sh- you should do this thing where like every time you're done with a man, you're just like, could you just please um, put... Um, some pee in this cup for me and I'll just uh, I'll clean myself with it uh, yeah I'll take it into the bathroom I'll do I'll lightly you'll dush with it my phone is ringing by the way but I'm not gonna answer it good that'd be rude yeah but I do have headphones on do you find that rude no you find that pro (laughs) yeah that's the most pro thing here (laughs) two microphones on a tiny little coffee table they're beautiful I do like it actually there's a lot of things that go into this Basically, the main thing is you got to view everything like a parachute. And if your parachute doesn't work, you got to have a second parachute in okay. there. And okay. if that parachute doesn't work, don't go skydiving. Third don't parachute. Go skydiving. Number four is don't go skydiving. <laughs> yeah. But um, I also feel like I. You just, know what I mean? So like, if yeah. you can't get it up, it's like, first of all, you got to have your, you got to say, look, you got to be honest about why. Yeah. And then that's the number of awesome. And most of the time, that's not even going to help because it's so hurtful to like 80, 70, a lot of women, you know, like they're just like, it's their hurtful if they don't hear, but they don't, yeah, but if they don't hear why, if you can give them a convincing them, lie yes. 
about Literally. why. Because <laughs> I don't believe it's you're not sexually attracted to the person. If you're getting that far with somebody, I do not believe. That's a great way to I do, do it. I do not believe that's, that that's the That's a great way reason. to do it. Yeah. It's like, obviously, there is an attraction. There's a willingness. Yes, you wouldn't do this. something else yes, going on. Else and on. people are on so many meds. People, I it's, even think being tired, yeah. being focused, being nervous, and like, and it the, all wait, goes into it. When some guys get mad, we, we understand. That's the problem too. The guys don't get I think like women sometimes. Get it. I think that it really yeah. just depends on people's um, also, body, their think... own self-image, and 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 what you not getting up might activate in them. Yes. And if it sends yes. them to, or if it happens repeatedly, if you're together, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. like that's really hard, you know. I also just think no every single man in LA is a pile of trash. <laughs> I'm at a point. Even where David I'm like, Lynch. Dave Ross might be the only nice man. In hey, everybody, what's up? I'm Dave Ross. Uh, I do. You sound exactly like Dave Ross already. I don't know what you're trying to do. I'm like I talk like Dave Ross. You talk like Dave <laughs> Ross. Uh... Um, no, I just feel like every guy like, and I I was at a point where I was like, oh, it's me. Mm-hmm. I'm fat. I'm gross. And then like one of my really uh, pretty friends, who's also a comedian, who's also you know got a career and stuff. She got ghosted from some guy after three months. I was like, oh, well, hot girls are getting it too. Okay, three months. Mm-hmm. Three you months. Can't ghosted. Do that. Ghosted. Hasn't heard a word. Hasn't heard yeah. a peep. Yeah, you can't do that. Dated like constantly through my saw each other like five nights a week. No word. What are people like, doing? Pe- I don't know. How old are they? She was older. She was thirty five. And I'm like well not older, but I mean like, you know, thirty five, he was older, probably thirty seven, thirty eight. Like it's like I don't know what anyone's doing in the city anymore. People are t- and that happens here too. I mean, that happens all over. I think in cities that happens a does lot. Doesn't happen as much. Yes, I, I'd like yeah. to hope it does. No, no, I, no, I feel it's like it's happening. just LA, and I feel like I'm, I'm feeling crazy. No, no, no. It happens in most big cities, I think, because it's not just like Tahoe, like, baby. Ooh, I had a nice <laughs> would you move time. to Lake Tahoe? I would go there more frequently after this weekend. Great. I've ne- I was this went... with the same guy you were talking to me about? Mm-hmm. At I first had, you had... said you said he was nice. He was so polite. We didn't even kiss. Oh, the first I know that I had I had several dates in Lake Tahoe. So, the first date didn't kiss. Second date, it's on. Th- with a different guy. Third date. Guy. <laughs> what if this guy listens to this? Yeah, no, I don't want to say anything else. Because he might. Okay. Well, <laughs> look, I want to go back anyway to talking about ripping it up on the stages okay, of LA. Sure, ripping it up. So, yeah, that, that let's. The, you, you out of all the. Because we moved to LA at about the same time. Yeah. And, you know, very quickly, you were doing shows five nights. You were there five yeah. nights a week. You would have a lot of weeks. I also think, too, I just have a, a different style. No, I think you have a different style, but I also think you fit in to hanging out. Like, it's not forced. It's something you want to do, mm-hmm. you know. I'm, I'm a mingler. You mingle, you hang. Yeah. You know, that makes you feel good. Like you said, you're single, mm-hmm. ready to mingle. Yeah, it's like, yeah, single, it's like the same thing. It's the same thing, hanging out with the same comics every night and, like, hanging out with my buddies and, like, uh-huh. it makes me feel as lonely, whatever, like, some hang out with friends. And I go home and live with the comics and we talk about comedy, so it's like, it's nice. Yeah, yeah, that's what you get mm-hmm. off on. Whereas with yeah. me, it's like, I like that a lot. And I was making a ton of points to hang out with people. But this show part of it, and the hangout at the show, I'm so thrown off by like the amount of people around. Mm, it's a lot. What everyone's talking about, you know, like seeing comedy, like uh, trying not to do anything too unhealthy, you know. that. So it's like, and being, you know, like 38 and a bit older, it's just like, I, I, it's harder for me. And it was harder for me, especially like doing that like a second time, going to LA and being That's like, let's do this all over again. It's like, come on, you know? And a lot of my comedy friends are not people who are doing stand up. also. Mm-hmm. It's like writers and, and actors sometimes mm-hmm. or directors. So it's like, 
It wasn't yeah, you're right not, there yes. for me. Even though I love all the stand-ups that you're friends with, you know, they're all, most of, I know them, they're cool as hell. Yeah. Daniel Webb is so funny and nice. Yeah. What would you, what would you say to someone who's a comedian who's like uh, from uh, not not America? He says I want to go do comedy in in, in America. Uh, I want to go do okay. comedy in L. A. I would say they need to do comedy in Canada for several years. There's uh-huh. some people that are moving there way too quickly. Uh-huh. If you aren't going there with a million credits, be uh-huh. a shit ton of material, and see knowing your exact voice on stage, uh-huh. do not go. Yeah. It's no, there's no point. People we know who got their credits cannot get on good shows. Uh-huh. They get pissed off. They get dragged into the open mic scene. They get become an open micer. They become viewed as an open micer. They don't get on the big shows or people go and watch. It's yeah. not even like the club scene. It's like the alt scene is where like most manager stuff go. You're not going to get on a good heroin or a hot tub if you have no credits. You're just not going to. Right. So that's not going to work. And then you're going to get on if you get on once. You're not going to get on for another two years. And it's like you're not going to be seen by the right people, and you're just going to end up being at a lower level, and you're going to stay down there. Um, and if you're not confident going in, like if you have to kill the show, that's yeah. why I'm I've been doing pretty good because I those bigger shows I do very well at. Yeah, and it's partly from doing so many shows. It's doing so many shows, being yeah. on the road in Canada, doing bullshit, driving to Barrie in the middle of a snowstorm to do four and a half minutes to college kids. Like I'm used to like putting myself in these situations where, you know, it sucks, but it's like this is what you want to do, and like giving yourself that perspective and just having like. I, I know my voice now. There's a lot of people I'm still watching on stage who are uncomfortable with themselves still. Clearly they haven't found it or they haven't like, you know, they're taking from other people. Like there's a lot of people right now taking from other people and it's... Yeah, we definitely live in a very symbiotic era and LA yeah. is actually, I would say, really bad for that. Like they... I've had a couple, I've had about 10 comics say that yeah some people are like one person specifically is doing me on stage. Yeah. And, and I can't say anything because it's going to be uh-huh. offensive to them. Well, it's, it's like, me. It's you. It was yeah. Nick. It was but you're also doing a show called Fifty First Steps. At, That's uh, part of it because in LA. What day is that? Uh, January thirteenth. Okay, I'll try to put this episode up before. So yeah, that you can it'll. I'm very Where is it excited at? for it, the Virgil. Okay, love it, the Virgil. It's gonna be just a very fun show. I mean, people know, like doing impressions of me. I don't know why, but uh, they do. I like. I was happy with my time in LA as a as a stand up, even though I had a hard time getting on certain shows. But it was like I was happy with it because I could really feel that I was like. You know, I mean, I just get along with people. And, yeah. and you know, I also am, am very open to uh, putting on, like, helping people, asking the right, like, when I say the right people, I mean, like, good comics to do shows. Yeah. And, it's also, yeah, and producing a good your own shows. And... We had our own show for a, a year. You did. Me, Troy, Walker, yeah. and Caleb. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, um... Skits. Skits, but we had to stop that. Very hard to run a show on Skid Row, so we're waiting for, looking for a new venue, but that helped because that's like, you know, the comics like trading off spots and knowing that you run a weekly and like knowing that you're out a lot. And Yeah. yeah. I'm very over stand-up right now, though. I really No, um, I'm so over it. I mean, After this album recording, bye. I'm, I, yeah, I don't know what I... I mean, I'm mostly enjoying doing this sort of interactive in-the-moment stuff, which is, by the way, what stand-up should be, but it's like... And just trying to get deep into that and mm-hmm. like... Uh, but what I was going to say, like, for me, the advice I would have for someone moving to L.A. is not far from yours, which is I would just say, like, you should know that unless if it's hard for you where you are, if yeah. there, it's going to be equally or more hard yeah, if for you, you there. I would say if, and you if you're are doing not well there, killing every show here. Yeah. Do not go there. If you're not murdering. But, but more than even how it's going and in stand up uh, and it's I think like you if you have don't like have writing some writing packages. jobs you, or, or writing jobs you should have packages going. I, I fucked up on that account I did not have enough writing I have nothing I did I did everything I got there 
Well, so, I just think it's so hard to go there with that prep, and then it's also kind of like you should you, go there with one one script written. I would also least. say even even just go there. At, if you're not going there with a lot of new stuff to do, go there with the intent to produce that stuff. Yes. Bad news for you though. You're not gonna. It's very hard to produce that stuff there. Oh, very. <laughs> it's so hard. hard to be productive in LA. I don't know what it is. It's very strange. I'll go to a coffee shop, Dinosaur, where we used to go. Dinosaur all the time. coffee. Shout outs to Dinosaur. I love Dinosaur, yeah. and uh, I I would just stare at people. I sit down side then. Yeah. Uh, stare at Jason Mazukas. Jason Mazukas is always there, and uh, what's his name? Rage's Machine sat beside me. Zach Dillarocha. Zach Dillarocha sat beside me, and I was like, "Well, Zach." I did not like me. the way. I and I literally his last just name. stared at him the whole time. I was like, yeah. "What am I doing right now?" He bought a house in Los Feliz. Yeah, he lives. I he used to come to the coffee shop at like all the time. Nicest man. He I did too. Nice. He's so nice. He's more like insanely nice. Yes, I will do what you tell me if you're. <laughs> yes, please, more. I will yeah. do what you tell yes, me. Yes, and I will do what you tell me. <laughs> he's like an improv. Yeah, he's an true. <laughs> um, I hate this. It's already like six oh four. Yeah. We gotta go soon. Yeah. Um. So what I'm gonna do is I want to do I do a little show and tell at the end. Okay. Do you think we should end it? Let's I feel do like it. we sure. have more to say, but we'll just have you on again sometime. Sure. It's that I mean, kind of also, show. but short, short podcasts are fun. That's why I'm moving it along. Yes, yeah. I like them. So, under this pillow. Yes, I hide stuff, But I've already the seen, pillow. kind of. So, this is uh, Super Mario. What is this? Super Mario World. Yeah. What do you have to say about Super Mario World? Oh, I have to talk about these. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't just show you things. That's why <laughs> I, I tell Show and tell. Please don't. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to throw, <laughs> throw it. I, I thought it was it's not called throw and tell stuff. I think it should. Um, I think it's a fun game, and I didn't really play it as a kid. I only played the first Nintendo, so I have no real reference to this. That was the end of you in video games? I played it, and I, I still to this day, one of my goals, which is very embarrassing, so is play to... Mario. To, to get to the princess. I've never rescued the princess in oh. the first Mario. Well, the first Mario so is hard. I got so close. I got yeah. so close so yeah. many times. And, and it goes, oh no, the princess is in another castle. I got to Isn't the final, yes, but yeah. I got to the final, I know the final level, I knew how to do it, I knew the friggin' tricks and everything, I never won. I mean, it pissed me off. So I just got a Super Nintendo. Like, uh, so I just traded for like a Super Nintendo. I gave oh, a bunch really? of weird... it's with a, it's hiding yeah. under the it's hiding. I put a dust cover on it. I've got a PS2 over there. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, I've got a Sega Genesis in there. I'm like weirdly getting in. Okay. I have a PS4 here too. Okay, you're all it's, I'm this, getting yes. into it all. Fortnite, yes. uh, I used to play Qbert a lot. Qbert's so cool. I don't have Qbert, Qbert, but I like it at the same time. Yeah, so I just got a bunch of games from my friend, and a lot of them are Super Nintendo games. I didn't, I had Sega Genesis, so I, I never played. I had the handheld Sega Genesis. Ooh, Game Gear. Game Gear, yeah. Yeah, that was a cool one. So, okay, so, yeah, whatever. You like Mario. I like Mario. Mario feels like he was a big inspiration for, like, your character work. No, my dad was a big inspiration for my character who right. looks like Mario. That's <laughs> <laughs> it. Steph has a mustache. She's also a part of the sketch troupe Lady Stash. I don't yeah. know. I feel like... We just recorded a new album. Yeah, what's it going to be called? We don't know yet, but we did take a lot of... Allison's pregnant. Yeah. So we Allison did an Hogg. album in, in uh, studio, and we... The photos, we took a lot of... Wait, that little dog. Oh what? my God, I had like the same one as a Oh, kid. show and tell continues. You have this. Oh, I close. It wasn't a Beanie Baby. My favorite toy when I was a kid was the, this exact thing. I called a muffin. Yeah, they're cute. Uh, you know they call depression the black dog? No. I think that's not cool to black dog. So this is called uh, the Cherry Collection. Do you know about Cherry Pop Tart? No, I don't. So these are... Uh, Dirty comics modeled after Archie. Oh my! Wow, I'm surprised I haven't seen this. Do you like it? I don't hate it. It's very dirty though. It almost like you know. I, I wouldn't touch it if I were you. Why? 
I've had this Ew, for a long time. Nick. It's really dirty. It's like penthouse level. I don't know if I like it. I don't like it comparing to Archie. It kind of makes it, it's, it blends those two worlds when it shouldn't. No, I've seen enough. It's a lot of groping. It's a lot of, that's too much. All right. I don't like that. I, I touched it now. <laughs> as soon as you touched it, everything changed. It really did. So this, what's this? Channel Chuckles. Channel Chuckles. Look at the name above it. Mm-hmm. What name is that? Belkeen. Does that sound familiar? No. Not even a little familiar? Maybe a bit? Maybe a bit. Take out one L, and that means it's Bill Keen, the creator of Family Circus, okay. the comic book. Okay. So uh, this was before he was the Family Circus guy, and he made this channel chuckles thing, which is a horrifying image. It's, yeah, very scary, but this is just like a, oh yeah, it looks so, like his stuff. So why don't you read the one of them? Describe it and read it. Uh, okay, that one this doesn't seem like it's appropriate. Um, is this dirty too? Okay, it's like a TV delivery. TV Delivery man, man and a woman. Repair man, something. My set has dub- has a double image. I do hope you two gentlemen will be able to fix it. Oh, uh, so in other words, uh, her the problem is in the television, it's her, her eyesight. Eyes. Yeah, I get it. I mean, as a professional joke writer, that's I think that's an ironclad joke. What do you think? I mean, sure. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Who are your I biggest comedic inspirations? I know the answer already. I think, I honestly think Mr. Bean... Rowan Atkinson. Rowan Atkinson, interesting I'm choice. I'm not joking. Like, I watched Maybe that's so why we get along. much when I was a kid. Because I have, like, a sort of vague Mr. Beanness underneath mm-hmm, it all. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, it's something, I, I think I saw it at the right time where, like... I think I did, too. When I was, like, really young, I yeah. wa- my parents got me the box set. Yeah. And I watched every one at the cottage, too. He's got, like... And maybe Joey Tribbiani. <laughs> <laughs> He's got, like, positive Kramer. You know yes, what I mean? Yes. Like Michael Richards was such a brilliant performer. There's no getting around it, especially the non-Seinfeld stuff. That's mm-hmm. like Transylvania six five thousand. If you ever saw no, that, no, I don't. Oh, it's crazy. Michael Richards was hysterical in it, and uh, but Rowan Atkinson felt like that, but with like, like he made the darkness like it just it, he doesn't seem as creepy somehow. No, no, he wasn't. He's was just goofy. Wow, Rowan Atkinson. I didn't We're know back that. Back to this again. Get rid of this. <laughs> Get back on that. I'm showing her the cherry comic again. Um, was that it? There's more things. Well, no, but I want you to say another uh, comedic hero. Oh, oh I don't. I don't know. I guess I. I you said Farley. You I say that Farley. To me. I've said Farley before for sure. Yes. Yeah. Like physicality wise, but like I don't know. Like material wise. Well, I don't know like, what was his material. It was like I don't know either. I just remember watching him. Yeah, it's more like yeah the uh, so he's an influence, but it's one of those ones that's like so formative that you almost don't feel it yes. anymore. Yeah, that's cool. So what is this? This is a VHS. VHS of hell yeah. By. What Stone Cold Steve Austin? I mean Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yes. Hell yeah. I uh, to be honest, I don't. I, if you just showed me this without anything, I would never know who that was. Are you attracted to Stone Cold? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. He looks like he's uh, touched several women inappropriately at bars. <laughs> Do I you t- want to read the back to me? The whole thing? Just until you get bored. Living in the belief that whatever doesn't kill him makes him stronger, Steve, Stone Cold Steve, I can't read, has continued his assault, oh, his assault on authority and the Federation Championship. His intensity continues to grow. The anger inside, the rattlesnake pours out on his victims <laughs> and there is no stopping him. The Texas rattlesnake, that's, that's what they call them. Oh, I've never... His arms are two rattlesnakes. Look at him. Yeah. yeah. Is that uh, The Rock with him? Yeah. Him and The Rock held down the WWF back in the day. I'm when not it was called lie. the WWF. I hated it. You hated I, it? I hated it. I never understood why people liked watching fake fighting and uh-huh. how why people got so into it. Like It was all very bizarre to me. Uh-huh. 
And I still to this day don't understand it. I That's don't understand how grown men knowing it's fake. Like I, for so long I thought it was real. Yeah. And then when I found out the whole thing stage, I was like, wait, what are we watching right now? It was very odd to me. It's in in LA everybody really likes all the men really like wrestling. Well, it's like in LA, everybody likes Joe Rogan, and I'm the only person in California who doesn't. <laughs> and I honestly don't understand it. I, I literally have terrible? a joke that I did last night because mm-hmm. I can't do it in Canada. And I'm putting it on my album, and I'm scared because I'm calling it Joe Rogan. That that. What track, are you calling him out for? I, I don't know how he's gotten it a career after how awful he was in news radio. I, honest <laughs> to God, find it completely bizarre. That's one of the best shows. <laughs> That is one of the best shows on TV. And He's he so like, bad. It was, it was, like it was, was in insane. It, it literally was like, I can't believe no one at any point was like, we got to recast this guy. Like he would walk in and you could tell he was already like, you could tell he was like saying his line in his head as he was walking. Hello. And then he'd walk out like, it is unfair. I, I can't believe somebody that bad continued to have a career. I, I would say the order of news radio in terms of talent for me, this is how it goes. Phil Hartman, obviously number one. Yes, Phil number one. Number two, Stephen Root. Yep. Number three, Dave Foley. Yeah, that's what I'd say. Number four is a tie between Maura... Uh, no, I'd say Maura's number four. Who would you say? Well, Andy Dick at the time. The time he was yeah, bad. Yeah, Maura Tierney so and Andy now. Dick. It's yeah. like kind of a toss-up. She was so good on she that She was show. so good on it, yeah. And the only reason that she hasn't higher up is because like Stephen Root and Phil Hartman were just so, so fucking good. awesome. Yeah. So was Dave Foley. And then after that, it's... Uh, what was the, the, woman, uh, what was Ju- the woman? What's her name? Judy... Uh, like I liked her. What was that? I don't know her the redhead. Yeah, the redhead girl. Yeah. Yeah, she's great. Yes. She's after that. Then Candy Alexander's after that. Yes. She was fine too. Everybody. Everybody was, was good. good. And then and everybody was so good. Every no, they, everyone so, up until uh, so including bad. Candy Alexander was like they were all great. Unreal. And then unreal. And then unreal. Joe. Joe comes in and is doing. You mentioned Joey Tribbiani earlier. Like this third rate Joey Tribbiani. It's thing. crazy. Yeah. It's like Mixed he with never. Tony Danza. It's like he never once memorizes lines. He yeah. was like getting someone to hold it up off camera, and he was like, you, "I felt like he like wouldn't even look at the other people he's acting." I was like, it was so insane. I mean, yes, I get it. He announces USC, and he's good announcer. Fine, fine. Well, and also fine. he hosted Fear Factor, and also he's a stand-up who like I, well, stand cultivated. Up, I mean, he cultivated um, a group of people around him, you know, which is like the uh, way to yeah, get if uh, you cultivate and you become the money maker for people. Also, the know, fact that he like has a podcast that he films. The for most popular hours? podcast pretty much in the for world. For four hours makes me actually sick. But I'm just filming this for an hour, so it's fine. But no, you tell me, anything of who's listening, someone's listening to him for four hours? That's, that's, that's insane. You know, I met some veterans uh, on, on Memorial Day in, in Canada, and they were at a show, and they were like talking to me after the show. They were, by the way, so much less rude than this woman. <laughs> you know like they were kind of heckling but in a really like it was so good you know yeah. like it was like completely controlled and they were respectful mm-hmm. and um it's just funny that like these guys who have literally seen death would like be more polite than uh, mm-hmm. this lady and um anyway yeah so this guy goes but we all listen to joe rogan we all love joe rogan and it's like i'm just like Can't believe it. you Cannot believe soldiers it. are like in the heli, 
Mind-blowing. <laughs> Listening in your, uh, you know, gaming uh, headphones with the thing and Joe Rogan's playing. Yeah, that's crazy. And, and yeah, it's just like, I, people love it. Jocks love Joe Rogan. I think that's you know? what the issue is too and I just don't like jocks so that whole thing. Like, but they out. also like the quote-unquote smart jock, you know, like they so love Joe Rogan. Yeah, that's, and I love that that's your only problem with him basically. Oh, it's, it's news pre- radio. It's news radio. That's like uh, such a long-standing Because it just was literally one of my favorite shows and it would probably still this day be up there as one of my favorite shows but he was so bad in it it would make me mad every time I watched it and I, I, I had the whole box set I watched it all I've seen it all I love it alright let me just like roll through a couple more yes things. what do we got here this is a bootleg in LA it's the insane clown posse alive why do you have this I had to review it like 11 no like 13 years uh, you ago. couldn't pay me to watch this you really couldn't. What would I? I, I would let's never... say, what would you take to? What I would mean, it take probably, to give you? You probably could. I probably give two thousand dollars. Yeah, I mean less than that for sure. Five hundred dollars. Probably fifty bucks. But fifty bucks. I. <laughs> yeah, I like you'll go to no Barry in a snowstorm for like seventy-five dollars. Yeah, I will. This is not. No, 50. absolutely not. I don't uh, so you're not a fan of the? Uh, fan, don't care about them. And the last thing. Last thing. It's Sky Mall. It's a, it's an issue of Sky Mall, which has been discontinued, basically. Oh, really? I, I used really to love ever... reading Sky Mall. Oh, I don't think I ever really read Sky Mall. Oh, she it was so jokes about funny. It and stuff, but like, I even oh, just like insane stuff. Yes, no, I have seen this before. My band had a song called Sky Mall. This is hilarious. Lock your dog in the little nightstand beside your bed. Good night. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Close them up Crate there. your dog in the Crate nightstand. Crate your dog. They, they don't breathe. They might not be there in the morning. That's nuts. A picture frame for your dog, yeah. <laughs> but it's like your dog is really in the picture frame. <laughs> we can keep them. Uh, oh, yeah. Margaritaville. It's okay. addictive to look at Sky Mall. Is. Do you want to read Airways? like one description just before we go out? Sure. I'll read this one. Um, uh, the zombie of... Wow. Oh yeah, this is that Not thing where you can get like... Not for the faint of heart, this Tuscano exclusive life-size gray-toned zombie will claw his way out of your garden plot, office, or family room corner. Could you imagine having that in your family room corner? <laughs> family room corner? <laughs> Who's the person Pleading who's for assistance with the eeriest eyes you've ever seen. So now, not only is this, like, it's, it's got realistic, like, glass eyes in it. It's terrifying. Wow, wow. Also... Captured in quality designer resign with meticulous detail and finished so realistically that you'll swear you can hear him groaning. Arrives in three pieces. They gotta get the Sky Mall back. Where is this stuff? This is too fun. It's like, right now, I think, and look, you could buy the Stonehenge. <laughs> no, the Six Easter feet Island. Six feet the tall. Easter Island thing. This is the best. I know. I love Sky Mall. You can have that if you want. I mean, you, you really good, can. Thank you. Oh, God. Well, I'm trying to give away all my get stuff. On it. We gotta eat dinner now. We have so, to eat. I have to go buy presents. Um, thank you for coming. Hey, thanks for having oh, me. I'm so glad bed. you took the time. I want, but we gotta be funny. We gotta go out on a laugh. Well, you know, it's forced. What else is forced? <laughs> this friendship. Our friendship <laughs> is forced. First time I really, we made friends because you yelled at me for not saying hi to you on the street. Oh, did I? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. The, I saw you on the street once and you saw me and then, but I like, we hadn't even met or anything. I'd we nearly met. No, no, no. We'd like been at the same shows in okay, the same room. Okay, okay. And I was like, I think I know who this person is. Not, not on the street. I definitely did know who you were, but it's like. What am I going to do? Stop and say... Yes. Hello? Yeah. Well... That's exactly it. If I'd known that we were going to be friends like this... I yes, guess I, I didn't either. I didn't know I would be out here. And then the next time I saw you, you were like, didn't say hi to me on the street. <laughs> that sounds like me, yeah. <laughs> Calling people out on their bullshit. That's all you do. Who's the last... Can you tell a celebrity story quickly before we go? I'm, um... I'm friends with Anne Heche. Okay. 
met at a show. She wanted to get into comedy, and I wasn't even on the show. And then I started talking to her, and she's like, "Well, can I?" I'm like, "Oh, I have a show." She's like, "Well, can I do it?" And I'm like, "Well, have you ever done stand up?" She's like, "Well, no." I'm like, "Well, yeah, come watch it first. She's like, "But I'm in." Hey, so I'm like. You know, I don't care. Come watch the show. I don't know. I've never seen you comedy. I won't you book want. you until you send me a Seriously. clip and hey. She came, watched the show, hung out with me. I went to a show after that night. She came with me and then, um, yeah, we started, kept in contact and I we talk frequently and frequently. I think she's going to... text? Yeah, we text and I think she's going to do uh, an impression of me at 51st F's. So if you go to 51st F's on January 13th at the Virgil, you, you might yeah. see celebrity and Hayes yeah. doing it. Has she ever done an impression of you to no, you? no. I told you Sandra Shamus did an impression of you to me. Yeah, that's very funny. It was very good. And, uh, yeah, um, so what else is... Have you eaten food with Anne Hayes? Uh No, I've gotten drinks with her, and I've been to her house. Is she gay still? Or is she uh, bisexual? I, think, I don't know. She, we don't really talk about that. I mean, do you think this is just a long-term grooming? No, no, absolutely not. Just making No, sure. no, absolutely not. Is it a grooming on your part? No. Okay, just want to make sure. I like this 46-year-old man. You do. But for all I know, you could have been that could have been code for Anne Hage. No. Um, what are her favorite things to talk about? Um, her son, kids, very cute. And her manager in comedy. It's nice. I've hung out with her and manager. Wow. Mm-hmm. Very LA. And she's Hage. very like she's so casual that it's like I I've also seen nothing she's in. So it's not like I am like fangirling over her because I literally, I didn't even really know who she was. I had to Google her when I got home. I'm trying to think of... Six Days, Seven Nights is like the claim to fame. Six Days, Seven Nights. Did she have a sitcom? She's on one now. She's on like a NYPD in Chicago or something. Uh, that's the ticket. All right. I have to go to the bathroom. All right. We got to go. We have to go. We got to go. Thank you, Steph. Thank Thanks you, Thanks for having me. No problem. <laughs> okay, All right. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>